Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. On behalf of the Consumer Technology Association, good morning, Terrell. How are you? Thanks for joining us. Hey, good morning. I'm doing well this morning. How are you guys doing? We're doing really well. Football is back. NFL football is back. And and a shocker last night up in Foxborough. What would you make of that Patriots loss to the Chiefs? Yeah, I mean, no one gave the the Chiefs a chance to win that game. Uh, what I make of it is, you listen, we talked about the Patriots and how they were supposed to go undefeated and how this team had gotten better on paper, but that's the beauty of the NFL. You've got to play games, and the Chiefs didn't buy into it. They went in there and unleashed two of their, their most uh, potent weapons that, that I've seen in a long time. And Tyreek Hill uh, played well. Kareem Hunt had a, a huge game, fumbled the first uh, carry of, of his career, but he bounced back in a big way, man. But Kansas City, two fourth down stops, in my opinion, were the key to that game, and they, uh, they took advantage of it. When you look at the, your former team, the Denver Broncos, quarterback situation, Trevor Simeon, of course they drafted Paxton Lynch first. Uh, what's going on there? What, what's the deal with Paxton Lynch? Why isn't or Why aren't things resonating with him, and why hasn't he won that job yet? Well, you know how it is. I think uh, the physical tools, um, you know, I think John likes. He's a big, strong quarterback. He's, you know, he has an arm. But that's only a part of being a, an NFL quarterback. It's really the mental game that has to be, um, you know, to par, up to par. And, and with Paxton, he's just, you know, the system he came from in Memphis really didn't huddle a whole lot. He was a shotgun quarterback. And now the transition is taking longer than they expected. Uh, listen, he's been in two quarterback battles since he's been there, and Trevor Simeon has has outplayed him and has been the better quarterback. So I don't know if this is a sign that he's not the guy that they drafted, um, but I, I, I certainly know that right now he's not where he should be in his second year as a quarterback. Uh, but let's give him some time. Let's let's not pour the court on him so so soon. And I'm curious to see if he makes any strides uh, this year. I know he's injured his shoulders. Uh, is injured right now, but you know, if if you're bringing back Brock Osweiler, I know Paxton's injured, and that's why you bought, uh, brought back uh, Brock. Um, I just don't know if that's a good sign uh, as far as his future in Denver. Gio and Jones with Terrell Davis on behalf of Consumer Technology Association. Uh, he's going to be telling us about the ultimate playbook for watching sports in a little bit. When you were playing with John Elway, did it ever cross your mind that he would be a really good general manager in the NFL? We hear stuff about, I knew this guy could coach when I played with him, but not so much I knew this guy would be really good in the front office. Uh, did that cross your mind when he was your teammate? Uh, not really. <laughs> I mean, as a teammate, you you just look at him as being a real good quarterback, and you knew that he had uh, great leadership qualities. You knew he had an eye for talent, because essentially he's the one that if you're in a huddle with him, he's making sure that um, you know he's the, he has the best uh, ten guys in the huddle with him. So 
I, I knew from a talent standpoint and evaluation standpoint that I knew he could do that, but I didn't know – I really didn't think John had an interest in being a general manager, to be honest with you, at that point. But I think what got him was when he first uh, – Got a taste of that when he was doing the Colorado Crush, which is that arena football league. When he started, you know, he owned part of the team and he became the general manager of that team. That kind of got his, his uh, you know, juices flowing a little bit. And so, uh, no, he's done a great job at being a general manager. I, I asked him one time when I this was about two years ago when I went to a game. I said, you know, what's the toughest part about being a general manager? And he's because he's up in the booth watching this stuff. And he says that's, that's the toughest part is that he can't control the game the way he used to. So he has to rely on other people to control the game. And that's one of the toughest things that he had to get, a, had to get used to. But, listen, he's done a great job, man. Two Super Bowl appearances. They won one. So um, kudos to John. Now, was there ever any interest on your part to get into coaching or management? <laughs> I tried coaching. Uh, I did the internship with Mike Shanahan with the Redskins. And it was supposed to be a four-week internship. I left, in two, uh, left two and a half weeks into the internship. I was like, you know what? I realized this, it was not for me. <laughs> the, the amount of hours those coaches put in, they go straight from the practice field to the meeting rooms, uh, back to the field, back to the meeting rooms, back to the field. It was just a lot of that. And uh, I, I realized real quick that uh, football was not in my future. So I see here the ultimate playbook for watching sports is you have teamed up with Consumer Technology Association to talk about the coolest tech to get the most out of the football season. So what are some of those things that football fans need to know about? Yeah, you know, thanks to technology, man, this is going to be the greatest football season yet. I mean, we got the LG, uh, the Sony, and the Samsung. They're all 4K UHD TVs. And really the quality of these things, the pictures are much brighter. The colors are, are phenomenal. Um, it's even better, you know, than being at the actual game. Uh, the quality of, of these uh, these uh, screens—they're um, amazing, you know. But we also have the Yamaha soundbar here. Uh, not only when you're watching the game, you got the quality and the sound of the game. It really brings you closer, as if you were at the game. Um, you don't—it's blue. You kind of wireless deal. You can put these speakers anywhere in your home. They're—they're uh, they're awesome for that. And we also have the Blu-ray, uh, which is the the Yamaha uh, Blu-ray player here, which is which is awesome. Um, so all these things that we have are just phenomenal. Really enhances your game day experience when you're watching sports. And when you're not watching sports, um, you know it's, it's just the quality of stuff that we have here is amazing. So that's what we have. <laughs> that's what you have, man. There you go. Look at you, pitch man extraordinaire. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> Uh, Brock Osweiler ends up back with the Broncos, and he said something when he signed that annoyed me. He compared his situation to when your mom tells you not to touch the stove and you touch the <laughs> stove anyway, implying that people told him don't leave the Broncos, and he did, and that's the reason why he stunk, uh, as opposed to taking any responsibility for his his poor play. Um, why do you think Brock Osweiler left the Broncos and ended up having so many struggles? You know, that's a good question. <clears throat> I mean, I think you, know, you, when you talked about it. You're at a place where you've got arguably the greatest quarterback, or two of them, actually. John Elway as a general manager. You've got Peyton Manning, who was in a meeting room with you, um, basically being your tutor and your mentor. And you, you're basically uh, positioned to succeed because the offense and the team that was built 
there was was there to help you succeed. And and, and Denver knows um, everything about you. They know your strengths, your weaknesses, and they were basically teeing this thing up to hand off to you. And you decide to go chase more money, which, listen, I, I can't be upset at somebody who's going somewhere to go make more money. But at the end of the day, I think you have to think about your future and what systems work better for you. Um, going out to Houston, where I, I don't think Billy, Billy, Billy O'Brien really wanted him to be there, didn't sign off on that, that signing. Um, and they didn't really know how to work with Brock. He didn't work, know how to work in that system. So now, you know, you go to Cleveland, obviously, on that trade deal to get that pick, and now he's back, at, back in Denver. Uh, yeah, I, I think a little bit of, of him going back is trying to find a familiar place where he has success. And that's kind of a smart move, you know. <clears throat> Especially when you can get 16 large from another team. To, and, and, yeah, I can still go back home. That's great for him. Hey, congratulations on your induction into the NFL Hall of Fame. How has that changed your life? Uh, I wouldn't say it changed my life a whole lot. Um, you just more people notice who you are. Um, you kind of been put back on the, I guess the uh, that national stage again, um, where you know people are, are wanting more of your time and wanting to kind of uh, you know spend more time with you. That, that's really about it. It's not it's not a whole lot to be honest with you. I mean, I still got to go home. I still got to change baby diapers and all that stuff. I'm still. The same guy that my wife and kids don't see me any differently, um, you know. So not a whole lot has changed from that standpoint. But I think I do feel a little different about uh, my career, I guess, because you you think your career is complete when you leave football and you retire, but until you get an honor like this, you realize that it, it kind of was missing something, and this kind of was the the exclamation point, the sort of the stamp of approval of a career that. That uh, you know, I, again, that happened over 16 years ago. So that's the unique part about being inducted into the Hall of Fame. And it costs a little bit more for those who want some of your time, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> just, a, just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about those Blu-rays again, TD. <laughs> Geo and Jones. You can afford more 4K TVs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those things are thrown in nowadays. You know? <laughs> You don't have to pay for those. Yeah, anymore. you don't have to go to the store. Yeah, the sound bar is amazing <laughs> and free. Uh, Terrell Davis on Geo and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. You're still getting bad migraines because I get them, and those are just debilitating, and it stinks. And uh, I remember, of course, your famous story in the Super Bowl dealing with them. Is that something you still deal with? I don't, not as much as I used to. Um, they come, but not as often. And, and when they come, they're not as severe, which is, you know, thank God. Um, and I've had those since I was seven. I think I remember the doctors told me um, that it was a possibility that when I got older that uh, I could outgrow them. And I think part of it is I don't play sports anymore, so that kind of helps. But, yeah, no, I, I get them uh, not, as, not as much, uh, which, which is great. And when they do come, again, they're not as severe, so – I'm still trying to manage manage migraines, and uh, hope, hopefully at some point they'll just go away completely. Yeah, we only have about 30 seconds left. Uh, how are you holding up otherwise in your post-playing career after playing a pretty violent position? Uh, you know, I feel I feel okay. I feel okay. There's, and there's times where, you know, knees and your joints start to ache, ache a little bit. But I, I try to stay loose and, you know, try to stay on the golf course, and that kind of helps me a little bit, you know, with some twisting and, you know, trying to stay limber for that, man. But that's. 
Uh, but everything else is okay uh, today, which is good. I, as a matter of fact, I have a test as far as that, um, you know, the, the brain scan stuff, and uh, uh, I have that in about a month. So mm-hmm. I, I'll let you guys know how that goes. But um, I guess physically everything else is good, but we're going to check and make sure that, uh, you know, that, that my faculties are okay. Terrell, we appreciate the time this morning. Check out CES. This is what CTA, they own CES, am I correct? Consumer Electronic Show? Yes. That's yes. Correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. a huge show yeah. out in Vegas. That, that's a lot of fun, man. You see all the new gadgets and stuff. Yeah. And really cool. Thanks to Terrell and the guy next to him answering the questions. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> let's, let's give him some credit. What's his name? That's, that's Tyler. That's Tyler. That's my man. That's oh, Tyler. What's up, Tyler? Hey, Tyler. He's got, he's got all the answers right there. Tyler. Tyler. Tyler, right invite me out to CES, man. <laughs> what do you think, Tyler? Hey, is my mic hot right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can hear you. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm, look, TD's point is hey, he's got the eagle-eye view, right? He's been in the huddle, been on the field. You don't <laughs> yeah. need to now. If you're a football fan, sit at home. Look at you. Dream your games. Dream Watch it. the beautiful primetime game on mm. your 4K UHD TV, <laughs> and then um, you're, you are good to go. Yeah, cool. Tyler. Now, Tyler, we put you on national radio, so we're coming out to CES on your corn. That's all right. I've been on national TV. I know the game. Oh, look at Tyler. Spits it back in your face. Oh, you're going to big dog us now. Hey, no, no. Are we going to see you down in Vegas first week in January? Actually, it's January 9th to 12th. Let's do it. This is a personal invitation for you two, all right? All right. Tyler, I'm there. If you're there, we're there. How's that? I love CES. We will get you hooked up. You got a deal. We'll put you on a prime seat on Radio Row. You got it. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Tremendous. Terrell, Tyler, we appreciate it. See you guys. All right. Thank Thank you. you all. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.